Don't you know what a radio is, boy? There we go. All right. Episode 95. We out here killing it. Yeah, I think yeah. Kojo's going to be episode 100, but we'll see. That's tight. There we go. Started off with that. Yeah. There's a beat. I'm also freestyling this one. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't I didn't write down any questions for uh, for our guests today. I just was kind of like, yeah, let's just freestyle this and see how it goes. We don't know much about them, so we'll find like out. Emergency, uh, emerging, emerging information for all of our listeners. And uh, yeah, Mega Late Show episode number ninety five. We are the Mega Late Show, and <laughs> this is episode number ninety five. <laughs> to restate that duty again, today. Yeah, yeah, strange. Yeah, we just got done recording, so we're recording again. Uh, I'm not fatigued whatsoever, <laughs> and it's this Halloween parties going yeah. down tonight in Shibuya. Yeah. Even though when you hear this, it'll already be like almost Thanksgiving, right? Two weeks from now? No, no, because like we away? got a break, right? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't either. Yeah, I don't know. But it's coming out. We've only been People doing this for three years. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, yeah, so we're back again here in Ike Bukuro recording. And as you know, we are a podcast that talks to people who are dope or interesting uh, within Tokyo, traveling to Tokyo or whatever. And uh, this episode, we have a special guest for you as usual. We have the homie who I've only met twice actually but i still call him the homie even though i just sent him a friend request on facebook like four days ago um, so now I've it's been, official yeah it's facebook I've been, official yeah i've been following his music for a while i recall like earlier this year um or maybe it was late last year there was like the emerging uh, or like the the 10 dopest uh beat tapes on Bandcamp uh, for yeah. the month or some <laughs> shit or for like the, the first half of the year and i was like hey there's flat stanley I remember meeting that guy and he didn't say he made music. And then later <laughs> on, I would find out that he was actually Flat Stanley. And I was like, that's really nice to know that, that he's not out there being like, nice to meet you. I'm Flat Stanley, the beat maker, famous <laughs> by that article on Bandcamp. But yeah, man, yo, Flat Stanley, yo, uh, a pleasure to have you on here. Thank I think you. I have an applause drop. Ah. Yay. No, thank you, thank you, thank you. And we also have Just Yuka. Yeah. Hey, what's up? What's up? What's up? I met I met both of you the same night. I think we all met at Devin Morrison's going away party. I've been like told. last year or something like that. <laughs> yeah. 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 Wow, that, was, that was an awesome show. Like, yeah. yeah. It was. It was good. Like uh, everybody was there. You know, yeah. there was Yo, a lot we, of people there. Can we do a little shout out to our guy who's been fucking killing it? Yo, yeah. he is killing it right now in L.A. Yeah. Like, uh, man, all over everywhere. the place. He's like working with Swarvy, Mind Design. Um, he was on Fonte's album. Yeah. yeah just, yeah. just really incredible. I even saw him being interviewed by like 24 hour, 20, 24, seven hip hop.com or some <laughs> shit It's like really nice video. Shout out to him. He's living with our homie, Mike soups. So shout out to Mike and them. You, you're from out in Los Angeles. Yeah. Or you yeah, living in- yeah. Yeah. I'm living in LA right now. Uh, Highland park. Okay. Uh, yeah. It's dope. Tight. Yeah. Yeah. It's I, I haven't place. been. I haven't been to Los Angeles for a whole minute, but I grew up in Southern California, like uh, Oceanside, so I okay, find myself cool. in, in Los Angeles a lot, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah. The scene there must be really crazy right now. It is, yeah. I'm excited to talk about it. Mm. Yeah. New yeah. music. Let me just, I'm going to come up on your mic just a little bit. There we go. Yeah, I don't know, man. So let's let's get into it. You're, you're, from, you're from Southern California. You're a beat maker. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about that. Uh, let's see. Uh, well, I grew up in Orange County. Uh, went to school in Baltimore for a couple of years. I was living out there and then I moved to LA after I finished school and uh, started getting involved in the music stuff out there like after uh, I moved to LA. So uh, since then it's been about four or five years and yeah, it's just been crazy, crazy journey. Uh, Word. Yeah, like the LA, uh, I mostly make beats. So that's sort of the music scene that yeah. I'm interested in out there, but it's really cool. Like, you know, the, always meeting new people, like uh, emerging artists, things yeah. like that. And that was then, just a drop. <laughs> you, thought, you thought the song was <laughs> over? <laughs> and yeah, like, uh, especially get, getting to come out here and see how like the beat scene is out here. Yeah. It's just so eye opening and inspiring, really. Like, uh, so like happy and lucky to have been able to come out here and Yo, check I'm, out the music. I'm a little ignorant, um, especially before I got to Tokyo. Like, the Tokyo beat scene is pretty 
unique, right? Like all beat scenes everywhere isn't like, you know, as rich and healthy as Tokyo, right? Oh, like yeah. LA oh, yeah. maybe and maybe, I don't know, other places like Toronto, I guess. But it's not like this everywhere i think right? i think in a lot of major cities there's like beat beat events people there are beat makers and stuff i think tokyo has um there's a few distinct features about the tokyo beat mm. scene i think largely because commute uh like commuting to the venue <laughs> is so difficult you find a lot more people rocking straight off of like 404s yeah which yeah. in the states there's a little bit more variety to uh -huh. the equipment but most of the cats you see out here are rocking off of like a like a 404 or like a small midi yeah, keyboard yeah. That's one thing that seems distinct to me uh, about Tokyo's beat scene. Yeah. How did you first get to How did you first get to um, to Japan? Was it your first time visiting? Last time you were here? Um. So sort of a crazy story, or not that crazy. I don't know. Uh. So my job, or uh, I used to have a job. <laughs> oh no! I just quit. I just oh, quit. quit. Quitting is tight. Yeah. yeah. That's tight. It yeah is I thought tight. I was gonna say fire. I was like, damn. Gotcha. <laughs> but, uh, I was a mechanical engineer for a medical device company, and we were working with a Japanese company out in Tochigi. Mm. Um, oh, I used to stay out there. Oh, really? Uh, where? where? Uh, Chicago. Uh, Chicago. I was in Koga. Okay. Oh, that sounds far. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so they sent me out here like last year, so many, like six times maybe. All, oh, no shit. All under like horrible circumstances, and it was sort of just like chaotic and I was just out there and, um, you know, I'm like, damn, I'm in Japan for the first time. Like I got to go to Tokyo, check it out. So on the weekends I would come down at first, I didn't know anyone. So I did all the, you know, sightseeing. Shit yeah. Like, <laughs> like, oh, there's the sky tree. Yeah, wow, this like, is Shibuya scramble. Yeah. <laughs> I saw this in lost in translation. <laughs> this is my flat Stanley voice. My bad. Flat Stanley. Yeah, no, no, it was really like yeah. that. It was just like, ah, I just had like a checklist of things that like, I guess people are supposed to see out here and, just like went through them by myself and after a while i was sort of i bored of that yeah and i was like i gotta check out the music scene out here Word. so um side story i guess um wait I, can i ask one question yeah, before yeah. we move on what type of medical devices were you selling this um, is like completely not related <laughs> to anything other than my morbid curiosity well, they're like prototypes, so they haven't oh, hit tight. the market yet, but they're sort of like yeah, So DNA. what's the blueprints on that? All <laughs> the specs and everything? Yeah. Um, they're like DNA analysis machines. Super quick. You can figure out like what disease you have in 30 minutes oh, as wow. opposed to like Oh, so it's days. the real version of that shit that blonde chick was scamming people mm, on. Yeah. Um, yeah, what's the name of that company? I forgot. Therona. Therona. There, yeah, yeah. Oh shit! I didn't, yeah, I didn't yeah, yeah, see yeah. the Reddit post on this. Well, what is? Well, okay, that, no, she that was walking around like she was Steve Jobs with like turtlenecks and shit. But her whole company was a sham. They didn't it have was. anything. Oh, that's tight. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm always like really into people who scam in different ways. Yeah, so I, I kind of like that. That was a really good scam. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, she was. That's like one the, of my top five scams. <laughs> right, right. That's, <laughs> it's up there. No, she was like the youngest billionaire ever or something like oh okay i think i didn't hear about just this based off this lie or she did some crazy shit anyways so that's what this company okay. was doing and um yeah it was just sort of a whirlwind of events for me like ending up out here just yeah. um but yeah how did you find out about music out here? Did you listen to the Mega Late Show for the oh, show yeah. calendar at the end of every episode? <laughs> yeah, we talk course, about all the upcoming. That's shows. why he was at Devin Morris. Ah, show. there we go. Yeah, yeah. So that um, sort of the story I was getting into is on the side, aside from work and stuff, I fix samplers. Like uh, I fix SPs. Yeah? I fix like uh, you know other. That guy's broken. Uh, that six oh six is broken. Shit, what's wrong with it? Um, a couple of the pads uh, don't work. I uh, think they they corroded out because I was in my parents. Uh, yeah, so like you gotta register. push really hard. Nah, to it's get, like it, it doesn't register. Doesn't yeah, out. I think there might mm. be some type of corrosion or. Yeah, separation there. Yeah. Not to not to have you like you quote me <laughs> on the work right now. It's like, yeah, this is taking me about six hours. It's like a hundred dollars an hour. No, but but okay. So Yeah, so like that that's a whole story. Like um so I, I started out I know how to solder, I know circuits and shit like that. So when my SP broke, I figured like shit, I'ma try to fix it myself mm. and um the first one I did uh, I fucked up pretty hard, but it still worked. And so my homies, uh, they all use SPs. He had a broken 303 or something, and he said, yo, like, can you fix mine? Mm. And at first I was like, 
not really trying to fix other people's just because i was like damn if i if i break this shit like yo right i, will I don't want to be so responsible bad. for and, yeah i don't yeah. want to buy you a new one or right anything. right but he was like no nah, no nah, it's cool it's like broken anyways so, like just try what you can play with it it worked uh it was way easier the second time and Sorry. just Dope. after that um more homies started hitting me up and i w it was just for close friends like because mm. everyone had a broken one the volume knobs and shit like that are always breaking so after a while i had started doing like more and more and more and uh eventually just random people would start hitting me up like from out of state like hey i heard you fix sps can you fix mine and mm. you know the way i was doing it at first was just basically for free you know like okay. uh it's just a I, I thought of it like community service like sure you right. know it, yeah it, i can do so this easy. let me help out my my yeah, homies yeah. In, in the community yeah it's so easy it costs like five bucks and like yeah. takes 30 minutes so i'm, I'm mm. not gonna charge like a 100 bucks for my homie to yeah. like you know keep making music again did this and this then turn... niggas out of town started hitting you up right a hundred dollars right homie <laughs> right well i was still i was still okay with that you know as long as they were willing to ship it out to me or deliver it to my house or something but eventually i got in touch with uh dibiase oh okay um, shout out to the god yeah <laughs> he had a couple broken ones and uh he, he let me fix them which i was honestly surprised about because i'm just a random person off the internet mm. um but after that man like everybody goes to you for this shit now <laughs> i guess so yeah he plugged oh, me man. for this like and then after he plugged me like so many people started hitting me up and you know he he really became like the homie oh like, that's dope uh, man he helped me out in so many ways and just after that point like you know i all these la people started hitting me up by fix ross g's mm, uh, rest in peace Vex ruffin like all these all these like substantial dope. figures within that community man. yeah like, all yeah. those names are like really dope cats and so i was still doing sort of just like for free you know i like dibiase i'm like wow i you know i'm not gonna charge this guy this sure. guy's like the whole reason i even have one uh sp right. so i started doing sort of like a trade system so i'd be like yo like you make dope music how about if i fix your sp you trade me like some tapes or records if you sure. got any and sort sort of that became my system of of doing things that's right. interesting yeah and so right. like like soldering it costs you two lps like yeah, if you need yeah. me to replace something that's going to be five five <laughs> lps yeah okay yeah it sort of became like a good oh, way dope. you know just helping the beat scene pushing the community i'm sure it also helped like you that. kind of break into uh the scene in a way allow you to network with people and start oh, doing yeah. more shows out there yeah yeah. you perform quite a bit um yeah yeah um, you're doing shows out here right now too right yeah we just did one last night yeah you're uh, saying koiwa i don't have any more of this trip but i we okay. did a couple um yeah it's been awesome and even that's sort of how i found the music scene here is mm. through dibiase so he's I uh he's good friends with like buddha monk exactly yeah, yeah they're real tight so i uh i hit him up i told him yo i'm going to japan like um and he was like yo i gotta link you with buddha monk mm -hmm. uh he can show you around show you uh show you some shows and yeah we um, need to get buddha monk back on the podcast Oh, yeah. Indeed, he's, indeed. He's so dope. Also a legend. Yeah, he's like, like kind of one of like the OG. kind of that second epicenter of like really the the emerging beat scene guys mm -hmm. uh, post Dilla. You yeah, know what I mean? yeah. So, and it it's surprising like he has a lot of influence in LA too. Like he was yeah. living out there. Like he's part of the whole come up of that whole beat scene stuff. Yeah. Um, here in Japan, you know, we've had a lot of the beat makers on on here and shout out to them. Uh, a lot of them who have been close closer to the beat scene than us, obviously, they talk about the generational phases of the beat scenes out here. And it's like, you know, you have the guys who start off making like hip hop music. You know, you got your crushes, your DJ Hondas, Baku, mm -hmm. Muro and those guys. But that beat scene kind of post new jobs those guys are held in a very high regard and you listen to a lot of the cats and it's like ah they're trying to make like buddha monk beats yeah, yeah, you know yeah. it's like a little derivative but there's also a lot of really 
dope, fresh voices in music making out here. Late's playing like some Fitz Ambrose and shit stuff oh, yeah. earlier. It's really dope, cats, man. You, you're you're like cool with uh, a lot of people out here now in the beat scene. Uh, yeah, I've been meeting a, a lot yeah. of people. Um, sort of after uh, Dibiase introduced me to Buddha Monk. That's actually how I met Yuka. Mm. Um, shout he, out to Yuka. <laughs> shout out <laughs> Yuka. Just Yuka. Um, Just Yuka. Buddha linked me with Woka. Oh, uh, okay. And sort of since then, I've just been cool. like checking out shows, meeting so yeah, like like you said, there's a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of new. Well, the way I found out that you're out here is like, uh, I'm not really like so up on social media, so I don't really see people posting and shit, Mm -hmm. but Dallinger, the homie Dallinger was like, yo, I was just kicking it with Flat Stanley and shit the other day. And I was like, he's out here? And he's like, yeah, yeah, man, we're just kicking it. I was like, fuck, I'm going to hit him up and see if he wants the pod. Yeah. Yeah, that's dope, man. Yeah, Um, Dallinger Dallinger is a member of the podcast. He, like you, is kind of like our fixer guy. Like, he mm. fixed one of these mics the other week, Ah. came in and soldered it up and helped us get real straight with the sound quality and stuff. So, shout out to D. Dallinger. Shout shout out to Woka. I wish I don't have any of his stuff. Who's that, Dallinger? You keep giving it to me, but I never... Oh... I leave it on the drive and Man, then it gets deleted. Priorities in the wrong place, fam. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Dallinger is super dope too. Like, yeah. um, I, I was really excited to get you on because you know, um, I think a lot of our listening base is really interested in the beat scene out here. It's mm-hmm. it's so like um, popular around the world, but mm-hmm. because there's a language barrier, a lot of people um, like you know we 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 wouldn't have some guest on like actor who I love. He just doesn't speak English all that uh, well. Yeah, so yeah. we can't get him on there like that. Uh, you know, for, for listeners uh, to have like a pleasant listening experience with it, but yeah. people want to hear about it, man. So it, it really is there. I'm, I feel like every time I go to a show out here, I'm just amazed by, yeah. Some of the music I hear, like, uh, there's Who's a lot there? of like, uh, right now, uh, have you heard of Epistroph? There's like a pretty no. dope crew, Ballhead, Fennel. He's from Fukui. 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 Okay. Um, Fennel, Coliander, Kyoto. In Tokyo, there's a ton. FKD, the mm. homie. Uh, One Co.INR. Mm. Yeah, like uh, I don't actor. think I know any of these people. No, I've, I've known a few. Taj Mahal. Tajima is dope. He, they're in Los Angeles right yeah, now, right? Yeah, they yeah. just linked up with the uh, Fuzzoscope crew out there. Right. I'm sad I missed that, but. That's uh, dope. I gotta catch him out here, and yeah, like uh, Ilsugi. There's mm. like so I I feel like I have this crazy list in my head, but yeah, it's hard to keep track of. Like Italy. if you ask me, uh, Lily, yeah. uh, Yagi, yeah, shout out. Yeah, those um, are those are the folks. Yeah. But I think one thing that I'm realizing out here is that there is like a unique Tokyo or Japan Japanese beat scene sound that I haven't ever heard before in mm. LA, which is. I'm starting to realize it has to do with the dance, the dance scene out here. Really? Oh, elaborate on that. I think more, most beat makers I meet out here are connected to a dance community or dance Mm. crew somehow, like former dancers turned beat makers or like they're in the same circle as dancers or they're involved with some dance scene. Mm. And I feel like that changes like the sound of their music sort of it's oriented towards dancers. Mm. So like at these shows, you'll see like, you know, people playing beats, but everyone in the crowd is a B-boy, you know, like just sort of, it's so connected that, um, the beat, the beat scene right. and the dance scene out here. I, I never thought about that. There, there's a, that, that's an interesting connection to draw. I mean, there's of course still like the headphone bass beat makers who are making like, uh, like a, an intelligent, you know, beat music, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Movements and stuff like Dallinger is like, his music is not to dance to. It's mm-hmm. to throw on headphones or yeah, to yeah. listen to on a nice system and kind of just I let it sit in the ambiance. But, but like, yeah, maybe that, maybe that is something that's there. Yeah, I hadn't put it together, but. It know. really, it, like, uh, you know, in LA, maybe I'm not going to the right shows or something, but I think. Well, there's it, so much of it out there. <laughs> you can't yeah, hit everything, course. right? As a, as you know, fragmented, all the communities are out here. There is like a base level, like, you know, a lot of people do start in a certain crew, like maybe they're rappers or they're dancers, and then they might transition into something else. So there are those, you know, connections there. Yeah, yeah for sure. 
So like, yeah, like at a lot of these shows, it'll be like uh, beat sets, rap sets, and dance sets yeah. all at the same show. And I've never seen that before back at home. So that's like one of the most like amazing things going to shows out here. It's like, wow, like this is I, fucking dope. Recently, I've, I tend to find myself at the beat shows that are more like boom back centric mm, kind yeah, of yeah. like single loop style yeah, yeah. like like tajima hall's last album was a lot of like single loop mm-hmm, kind of mm-hmm. like um like two minute joints yeah, yeah. but um some of the dan- like more dance centric type of cats are really interesting there there's also um we had dos monos on i don't know if you're familiar with them they're kind of this new emerging avant-garde experimental um hip-hop trio from tokyo they're mm. they're on death bomb arc with like jpeg oh, mafia okay. clipping tight. and death grips and shit right Word. so their music's very strange yeah. but like talking talking yo homie last night i went to see their producer he was djing mm. last night he was you would have loved that set. yeah it wasn't really my way but i think you would have loved it there there's just like i'm, I'm into experiments like, i'm into a lot of music but like some of my my loves are those experimental sounds and the people using like field recordings to make beats and things of that mm-hmm. nature and when i first came out here i would see a lot of those guys like canopy uh, i heard this cat named canopy and i was like this dude is fucking amazing and then he's just like gone but i think really what happened is that he just moved to like this other kind of insular kind of hidden underground circuit of beat makers that is just hard <laughs> to get access to it's so hard to find yeah. these cats out here sometimes dos yeah. monos does shows they said like twice a month and we actively look for all the shows in Tokyo, and we just haven't found it. It's uh, so hard to I've find. I've only recently sometimes. seen their name popping up yeah. when they're at bigger venues like WWW. Mm. Uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah that's seen them before. a lot of people I talk to say the community's really small yeah. out here, but it doesn't seem that way yeah. to me. It, it you know, um, I was like in my adulthood, like the place that was probably like the most hip hop like scene based for me is like mm-hmm. when i lived up in the bay like san jose we we knew cats who were doing things in san francisco oakland berkeley and in all around like mm-hmm. the south bay and like everybody seemed to kind of know each other and fuck yeah, with each yeah. other to some degree here i feel like it's like these there are these concentric circles that touch mm-hmm. but then a lot of times they don't ever like coalesce into like one big scene yeah, yeah. every once in a while you get like a beats and cycle that just has all like the dope beat makers but then like usually it's like you know mad robs over here with tajima and yagi doing a show for um you know il sugi and then buddha bros is doing something over here separate with you know it's 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 a little bit strange but yeah Damn, that it happens. That is a dope lineup. Yo, that, that show was, like was super dope, lineup. actually. Yeah. That's why I stole the flyer. Shout out to me for <laughs> theft. But yeah, I stole that yo. little poster because I was like, yo, this lineup's crazy. This is like so many dope people out here. There's a few. And Aru, too. He's dope. Yeah. He's he's got everybody. Really good. The only people who aren't on that show was like uh, Pigeon Dust, yeah. I think. Oh, yeah, and maybe Pigeon. two other people. Yeah, there's a few. But, you know the the major heads like like olive oil and mm. cats like that like th- those guys are special to see whenever um like a, a new i think and i think there is a new uh, buddha monk album that's just dropping too that might be tight mm. when it comes to you when did you start making start making beats uh i started making beats in college when i was uh, living in baltimore sort of interesting we, you just mentioned jpeg mafia um, when I was going to school out there, he was part of a little crew out there called Lamadon, uh, like hip hop collective, sort of like rappers, beat makers, sort of. And Baltimore's it's a city, but it's a small city. Mm. So it had a really small community, at least for the hip hop stuff. And I like I, Baltimore, man. Yeah. Like, I didn't, you been? I didn't check out the just my friend was going to BC. Uh, so okay, I went to cool. hang out. But uh, I enjoyed it, man. I thought it was yeah. well. I love the wire. Very chill. <laughs> like the wire is the greatest television drama ever. Yeah. But oh uh, shit, I'm thinking Boston. <laughs> oh Boston, uh, okay. Uh, yeah, Baltimore. The wire is dope. Well, right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I grew up in those abandoned houses where uh, <laughs> they got shot with nail guns. <laughs> it was, it was real tight out there. Now late was out there selling crack in Hamsterdam. I'm, re- what, uh, I'm really glad McNulty, you know, covered my tracks. I'm the actual tooth serial killer, <laughs> <laughs> tying like a red, a red band around people's wrists. Shout out to the Wire, one of the greatest shows. Yeah. Uh, around what year were you out in? Uh, uh, this is Bal- 20, Boston, 2012 to 2016. First oh, mistake of the so you're like, second podcast. Yeah, right. Yeah. You're you're like a young guy then. Yeah, yeah. I am. I just turned 25. So. Oh, okay. oh wow. Um, uh, 
dose bonus is 25. And for me, that feels like really young because I'm like 36. But yeah, that's not young at all. Yeah. You're you're a man. <laughs> I hope so. You've got all the face hair I that you'll probably so. ever have. Yeah. I got to start talking with the lower voice. <laughs> no, that's no that I'll, I'll hook you up. I'll put a little like reverb or something <laughs> on your voice for the podcast. Pitch you up a bit or down. Uh, okay, so you've yeah. been making beats for at least what is that like six years? Yeah, six years I guess. Yeah, oh, okay. still still learning like a lot. I feel like honestly, I hadn't really taken it too seriously. It was really just a hobby at first, and only until maybe I had moved back to LA and started going to shows and meeting people out there that I started you know taking it more seriously so maybe only in the last three years mm. i'd say is just like flat stanley okay as like a serious project um so three years you move you move back to los angeles this is when you start fixing people's 303s yeah. and shit and you, that's that's kind of like you're uh, kind of really beginning to take yourself seriously as an artist um well maybe the music stuff happened before the sp stuff so when i first moved back i met a bunch of other sort of beat makers similar age similar they're all from la and we sort of like formed a little crew uh condina records hmm. shout out um yeah it's just a bunch of beat makers we're sort of like a can you spell that <laughs> c-o-n-d-i-n-a records hmm. um yeah we had met up basically off a of facebook group i was like you know trying to figure out like how to meet other beat makers in the area and sexy sort of, beat makers yeah. in your area right <laughs> around the corner yeah yeah well, we just met up at uh like uh some radio station out there and just eventually oh. uh yeah we sort of formed this collective co-op co sort of style record label we mostly make cassettes and i think it's yeah we have a pretty good like structure i guess i don't know shout out some of the people that are on there with you uh hash jalesque anata raw collage uh yeah there's a bunch like avocado blood tr666 it's it's avocado blood yeah yeah they're they're that. a band they're a band okay so. well i fuck with avocado blood yeah. immediately <laughs> one of my new That's favorite very Cali yeah. shit yeah. yeah so that after meeting those those people uh yeah since then just like being part of a group being part of a crew meeting other crews stuff like that it's just sort of taken off in terms of like yeah just being part of a community i feel like that's one of the biggest things that condina focuses on is community because we're sort of like a socialist label tight if that makes any sense we i like, rock with you guys completely yeah we like uh yeah, it, it for us it's always been about community and putting back to the community. A lot of the dudes in it are from like East LA and stuff. So, so Biden all the way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, they're they're down with Marianne Williamson. Obviously, no, that's who. No, I, that's who I'm rocking with, man. You get your get your Oregon collector. You know what I mean. <laughs> Work on your chakras. Yeah. No, I actually was just donating some money to Bernie Sanders, man. Like, uh, I'm really gonna try to Yo, push for this, man. <laughs> There's a pretty funny joke about uh, the Biden special at King Taco, which is like some taco restaurant. Shout out, out to there. King Taco. Yeah. We um, had King Taco in the Bay as well. Oh, word, word. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the Biden special is one chicken taco with s salsa on the side that you're not going to use. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Biden's such a nasty old man. I, not to make this political or anything, but, uh, you know, yeah. uh, we're big on Life the idea of community as well. I, I, I do too. It's just like, um, to be honest with you, I'm a little bit like I've, I, I've been following the news. Uh, you know, I listen to like a few podcasts about um, politics, El Chapo Trap House, uh, the fifth column, uh, the minor uh, majority report. And um, it's like, man, I kind of feel overloaded with politics these days. It's just like too much. Yeah, you got to step back. I yeah. uh, took Reddit off my phone. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. mm, how are you going to catch up with uh Japanese adult video. Well, it didn't help. I just center. look at it without being <laughs> logged in sometimes. Oh, okay, okay. But now it's not like oh. immediately there. Yeah. Okay. 
How's this scene out in L.A. right now, man? It seems like it's really rich. We yeah. were talking about Devin really killing it out there. It's yeah, there's a lot of... What kind of events? Are like, uh, Are there any reoccurring events that are really dope that people should check out that you're um, doing or something? Because they shut down the low end there. Yeah. Actually, I remember the night that of Devin Morrison's uh, going, away, well, going away party. We were talking about the low end Last, shutting down. Yep, yep, yep. Right. Yeah, that... That was yeah, that was like a year ago right. maybe. So that was obviously the biggest sort of show out there. That's really the reason I think I started getting into beat music and mm. stuff like that. Lots um, of really talented cats yeah. there. All this was that last year? Yeah, last year. Yo, um, Devin's really fucking killing it, man. Yeah, he had a strong yeah. year. Yeah, yeah. Um, but right now, I'd say the biggest crew in LA is Beat Cinema. Uh, they mm. were sort of, they've been doing weeklies and monthlies. I think they're at twice a month right now, but they've been doing it for as long as Low End was. Who runs that? Or uh, who's behind that? It's a crew. Uh, Wave Groove, I think right mm. now is the top top dog, but they got a bunch of people, like uh, really dope producers and DJs mm. as well. Uh, they used to be based out of Riverside, oh, if okay. you know where that is. Yeah. Um, but now, since then, they moved to LA and... Yeah, they're they're killing it. Um, yeah, Condina runs a monthly. Hey. There's a uh, cruise out in uh, Long Beach, Green and Gold, uh, Row Two out in OC. So there's doesn't uh, Gaslamp Killer still has a oh, yeah, air, yeah, airplane yeah, mode? Just, yeah, airplane is, mode. Is that's, that still going that's down in Highland Park where okay, I live? Okay, dope, dope. Yeah, that that's dope too. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, what I've I hear. Been to a couple of those. I think they they call it airplane mode because they request that people don't fuck oh, with their phones yeah. in there. Yeah, oh yeah, that's some shit like that. That's a pretty dope name. He was going through it uh, oh, for yeah. a while, but he seems to have redeemed himself. Yeah, yeah. Substantially. His name was dragged through the mud. Oh, yeah. You know, but uh, I guess he sued that girl and her account mm-hmm. has been kind of discredited. Everybody reported about, you know, the charges, but nobody reported about yeah. him kind of redeeming himself. And it really yeah. is fucked it's up. I always like that the retraction never gets yeah. as much. Attention. You know, yeah. I. I don't want to get like too into conspiracy or anything, but right. I feel like that sort of contributed to the end of low end after, after all that yeah. stuff happened, you know, he was the basically the, the front man for yeah. that. Every, every low end I went to, he DJ and mm-hmm. it was, it was like, you know, he was always there. Yeah. And so after that had happened, they had to, you know, make all those there was statements. like family issues. Yeah. Like people were distancing themselves from him. Yeah. That must have really taken a toll on a lot of interpersonal relationships in oh, the whole yeah. community. Because even me, I was like, that's a nasty ass thing to do, Gaslight yeah. Killer. Like, I don't like that. Especially but we'll in wait this for climate, facts. You know? Yeah. You know, uh, you, you, the, the thing is, is like, you know, you always err towards believing women because all men know that, like, your homie next to you is probably a nasty dude. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? It's the, or the potential for being a nasty yeah, dude yeah. is there. And so when you hear it, it's like, eh, you know, yeah. it's like, I kind of believe it sometimes. But yeah, not to, not to even delve any more into that, but it's good to hear that. Uh, airplane mode is kind of making a comeback yeah, yeah. and and i think we said last time it's like well when something dope like the low end uh ends it's good that it ends before it becomes like passe before it mm-hmm. becomes kind of played out and right. maybe they just got out at the right time too yeah so that is true so yeah there's a bunch of new crews coming up uh i don't know if they'll ever really replace low end like that but I- low end has also become so different when it when they first came out it was like the beat scene was different yeah, yeah you know you used to have guys that are like baths mm-hmm. and like glitch mob was still mm-hmm. like killing it and shit you know what <laughs> yeah, i mean yeah, like yeah. it was a different climate yeah, to so the beat true. makers so true in a way a lot of people came along and it kind of became like homogenized like similar sounds but mm-hmm. you know you have the outliers of course but yeah i'm just waiting for somebody new and crazy to kind of blow up yeah everything again yeah i feel like we kind of lack that in the beat scene now like that one person that's like this is the craziest dude that's just like above all. Yeah, you know what I mean? Left field. Nice. Yeah. Yo, you know who's low key been killing it for me this year? Uh, he's not, I wouldn't consider him like a beat maker like we've been talking mm-hmm. about, but fucking Kenny Beats is maybe oh. my producer of the year. Kenny wow. Beats is dope. Like, I've, like, I keep a list of songs, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. throughout the year. And when I start to think about it, a lot of them have that, whoa, Kenny sample <laughs> on it. And it's just like, yo, I fucking love he's his really shit, good. man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's killing it. Yeah, I like you know like Kenny Siegel is dope too. To mm. bring up another, yeah, Kenny. yeah. Kenny G's got a he's got oh, a he's part on that Kenny. new. <laughs> <laughs> he's got another part on that new Kanye. Kung Fu Kenny's pretty oh, good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I started watching South Park again. I haven't seen Kenny around. Really? Is he really dead? 
I don't watch South Park. I haven't it's, watched it's, since it, they it uh, makes me a little bit dirt, did that dirty, election shit. Yeah. It makes me feel a little bit dirty, but yeah, yeah. Uh, I didn't have anything to watch, and I don't watch any cop shows, so. <laughs> uh. Wait, not even Law & Order? No. Well, no, Law & Order, uh, no, no, I don't watch any detective or cop shows, especially oh, yeah. if the d- detectives are, or the cops are like, extra judi- judicial like they fucking are breaking the law to to do that I don't oh like you didn't watch how. the shield uh, i watched the shield before like you know i'm not gonna watch it now i won't even watch yeah, like olivia Black Klansman. olivia yeah i told you flat stanley sometimes we go on tangents <laughs> now we're gonna have to talk about ice t's you know career yeah. Yo, you I mean, love crime whose who's joke is it um john mulaney where he's like ice t on svu's like you mean that he likes little girls <laughs> to mix a face. Right. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's like they're mixing up Hawaiian ices with crack and they're calling it a Hawaiian ice slide. It's like kids are losing their mind. Yeah. But it's it's a weird ass it's a weird ass thing. Who are who are some of your personal favorites right now? Right. Let's hit it with some temperature checks. Wow. Do it, do it, do it. Musicians. Yeah, or yeah, you know, um from any across the spectrum. Uh, let's see who I've been who have I been listening to a lot of. So mm, Kenny G. <laughs> I think recently I've been listening to a lot, a lot of like the new East Coast rap sort of scene. You like know, Griselda. Yeah, yeah. I was just about to say Rock Marciano, mm. West Side Gun, Conway. That's our wave. Al yeah. Davino, Makami. Holy, I think Makami's the that uh, I don't know EO dot whatever that. Whatever that album was, that right. that might be my favorite rap album this year. Eo dot so Eo dot boy. Or oh, a, that yo, that track is crazy. Idiot the boy, yeah, or whatever yeah. it is. Yeah, like, I, when he comes on at the end and the drums drop. Yeah, yeah, oh, that shit is oh, nuts. Yeah, yeah. yeah I was just listening to that yesterday. Shit, fuck yeah. Yeah, he's um, low key. Well, high low key, high key become my second favorite rapper uh, or third favorite. Mark. Planet Planet Asia is number two. Oh, yeah. Mm. Yo, or this Drew is on this and track. someone else. Who else? Yeah. Uh, the God Fahim. Yeah, I think. Mm. he's tight. There's one thing about him I can't really, I don't really connect with him for some reason, but he, I know he's super dope. The God Fahim mm. is that because he's just dump yeah. <laughs> in everything. So I kind of, nah, I like that. <laughs> I, I, I support that. Yeah. We're part of the dump party. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm, I, you know, I really enjoy this kind of emerging, like, it's not East, it's not boom bap yeah. hip hop, but it has like the same raw essence of like, it, it is like a contemporary New York sound and like Smoke Dizza, all the Griselda cats, Sky Zoo uh, leans into that, Makami, but I also like the weird guys like Billy Woods, Elucid and, um, and those type of cats, Denmark Vesey, you know, they all kind of work with each other and do yeah. projects together, but yeah, man. It's crazy too, like uh, I forget who, because the, they're they're working with like Pete Rock and DJ Premier yeah. right now, like all the old oh, really? school like producer. It's like yeah. awesome to see yeah. that. Like, Y'all would love to hear them over Pete Rock. Yeah. Our, our well, guy uh, Sky Smoke, Zoo. Smoke, Smoke Dizza, Dizza yeah. and Benny have an album out yeah. with with uh, with Pete Rock. All Pete Rock yeah. beats. Is that all Pete Rock? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, the one with a it's a green gun with yeah. the Statue of Liberty is the barrel. What's the I name just, of it again? I forget the name of it. But, but yeah, I, I just listened to that it, too. I didn't know that was all Pete Rock though. Dope. I mean, I'd like to hear. It's called um, Statue of Limitations. Yeah, that's right. I'd like to hear Westside and Conway over those kind of beats more. Uh, Sky Zoo just did his Pete Rock album or uh, album with Pete Rock, and he had that Eastern Conference All Stars track that had a lot of. Was it all of them on it? Yeah. Was Benny on it? Yeah. Yeah, that shit's crazy. It's all the Griselda cats. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, those those cats are really good. The new Homeboy Sandman just dropped, and I like it's like very that good. Shit That's why I was gonna play a uh, track from it, last. It, it's just like a pers- like quirky personality bar, rap bars. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's not like Hold the on, same. Can we pause for one second? Just take the first step yeah. in faith. You don't have to see the whole staircase to get away. I keep it low five. Won't be my first. Ooh. Yo, I love his style is just dope. Niggas cramming up in that little G wagon with the lamest agenda. You ain't never have your way with the women. He's got that dope verse off of um Quelle Chris's joint too, Guns. Guns. Yeah. Yo, and I, I like the the way that they release their music. I think is like uh 
pretty interesting you know they don't put it on any streaming services they charge like a hundred bucks an yeah. album and they release an album every month or it's a br- it's a bit brilliant brilliant it's crazy yeah. you know like uh you heard a dop dop records I'm not sure. uh it's sort of like a physical distribution but they do like also like um let me see let me pull them up but they they put out like all the conway and west side gun like albums and they sell out instantly like they they'll drop like a thousand records um cassettes and stuff and man like here i got it pulled up but like all their all the releases all sold out it's like so it's sort of it's working it's working and i i got a couple homies who are like serious like diggers like record collectors and you know they this is the sort of stuff that they will sort of stay up all night for and buy like i like the idea of uh purchasing physical music you know um last year and for a while like before i got spotify i would try to take that nine dollars a month and put it towards purchasing somebody's album but this year i've purchased far less music and i was feeling disappointed with myself for doing it and i've decided that like um I'm going to try to purchase an actual physical album every month and just get it on vinyl is kind of my new wave and exclusive joints like a hundred dollar fucking Benny album. I'm all over it. Yeah. yeah it's tight. Yeah. I, res- I like, I like a lot of those guys. I, I tend to like, um, you know, I, I can get on the wave with the Griselda cats, but at a certain point, like the gun, you know, the gun rap, drug rap stuff <laughs> tends to weigh on me a little oh, bit yeah. and i want to yeah. hear something different yeah. well but mock tends not so to approach it a little bit differently a lot very of times different. and yeah. you didn't like that bulletproof love project but i, I love that shit i think it's great oh the the homie joint there's a few joints it's just like a love album though it's like i got a lot of love a lot of tracks of, about women like, yeah. yeah it's like a lovey type album it's okay but uh yeah. i listened to that new um planet asia just dropped something new yeah and man i was enjoying it and then like there's a hard F in there, like a hella yeah, hard yeah, F. Yeah. And I was like, yo, man, like super unnecessary. That's rough when you just hear that. Yeah, it's like it feels so it's it's like uh, I almost gasp at hearing that more than like, yeah, you know, the N word with a hard ER. It's like I like I was like, oh, like, mm. dang, you're just going to call people faggy and yeah. stuff on your on your 2019 <laughs> rap album. Uh, like, can't you avoid that? And Did he can't because he's a good rapper. Yeah. yeah, it's weird. There's a album title that I really like. It's called Complicate Your Life with Violence <laughs> by um, Lorange. La- is that how you pronounce it? Lorange? Lorange. Yeah, I'm not yeah, sure. But that is that shit is pretty tight. New one? Yeah, and I think I think it's him and uh, Jeremiah J. Yeah. Uh, with, uh, from, you know, Brain yeah, Feeder yeah. and shit. So. Wait, did that just drop it dropped Recently. like a like last month i think okay. but complicate your life with violence <laughs> yeah, that was my life for a lot of years mm. and i feel like i've finally started coming out of that <laughs> recently yeah some dope tracks on there yeah it sounds good work you uh let's hit him with some some temperature check type of questions some some random joints and then uh the weather for oh no weather forecast okay um who is your favorite beat maker all time Beat top maker three all time let's see madlib for sure madlib flylo i think flylo and you like his new work a lot um yeah i i feel like no matter what he drops i'm gonna like it like did you I, watch kuso i didn't but damn yo I, it's a good time I of the year to, to watch it that, yeah. it Halloween is time. it's disgusting yeah <laughs> i find it really disturbing actually yeah, yeah. have no, you seen yeah. it yuku yeah yeah a little yeah. Yeah, I heard people I threw up during it like it's disgusting. during a movie. Yeah, it's really threw disgusting. Up. It's uh, interesting. <laughs> it's interesting. Yeah. Bus driver's on there, shout out to bus driver. Okay. Um yeah, I gotta check that out. Let's see. So who'd I say? Mad Lib, Flylo. Ross. Nah mm. Dibiase, I'd say. Okay. Top three right now. Who do you think is my criminally mind? underrated? Criminally underrated. Yeah, somebody who does not get enough mm. respect from the not from the heads like you know us but from like you know people are like yo dr dre beats let's see you know the the larger like hip-hop uh community large who are they sleeping on community who are they sleeping on ah shit that's a tough one like i feel like uh i hmm 
Let me let me hit you with some other questions. Yeah, yeah. Then. How about uh, freestyle? Who was your favorite artist when you were 16? When I was 16, oh god. Yeah, I like Tribe a lot when I was 16. Mm. I liked you know, New Jobs and Shlomo and stuff ah, like that. Shlomo. Um, yeah. That might be the first guy. time he was been mentioned on the podcast. Oh, Shlomo. Wow. Maybe in the first year by like me or something, <laughs> but it's rare to hear that. Like uh, Clams Casino and Lil Ugly Mane and that, that whole there's a handshake happening right <laughs> now anytime little ugly man is mentioned lay down say shake that hand we just brought him up uh last yeah. episode with dos monos oh, okay. two episodes ago but Damn. yeah, yeah. Word, straight, straight. third mistake of the podcast late Yo, no may- actually one more and i have to go to australia <laughs> 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 i'm gonna edit it out <laughs> yeah maybe little ugly Okay. Is uh, slept on as a producer because I th- yes, think he makes definitely. all his own beats or something. Mm-hmm. I would Man. say yes, absolutely. Like uh, screwable, all that. Well, there's uh, a lot of cats. He's yeah. he's produced for um like uh, Wiki and Nicholas F. Yeah, and Denzel Curry. Some uh, your old Droog. Yeah, been yeah. On some of his joints. Yo, that we love that track. The I'm the king of emptiness, or yeah. whatever he says. Yeah, off of the Droogs, uh, not last time with the one before, but yeah. But uh, yeah, he had those producer tapes under the name Sean Kemp, like yeah. a long, long, long time ago, and they're still dope. Yeah, yeah, he's hella prolific, hella tight. What about favorite West Coast MCs? Or right now, favorite West all Coast all time MC, doesn't matter. All time, right now. So there's this new cat I've been listening to, Seafood Sam from Long Beach. Um, Tell me him. this is an Asian guy. No, nah, no, nah, no. Nah, it's, nah, it's nah. a black guy. Black dude. Seafood hey, shout Sam. Out to him. Yeah, he's dope. He just dropped a new album. Um, this other dude, Maxo, not Maxo, Maxo Cream, Cream? Oh, just okay. Maxo. Mm, that's unfortunate. He might want to rebrand. <laughs> it's too late. I mean, Maxo Cream is late. dope for what he does, but yeah, he's yeah. got that Maxo name kind of online. Yeah, true. Everyone knows Maxo mm. Cream, but I think this Maxo dude's, uh, he's he's coming up. He just got signed to Def Jam, which I think is crazy. Oh, wow. Uh, his album has like Swarby, like uh, you know the, those sort of like uh, beat West Coast uh, musician yeah, beat maker yeah. type of cats. Um, I, I, I like Swarby. Yeah, yeah. Kiefer is my guy right now. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. Like, yeah. We just saw Kiefer at Billboard last, last, last Monday. Last, yeah. Oh, it was. Dope. Was that this Monday? The yeah. Last, last, uh, month. Yeah. last month. Well, it would be like three Mondays ago or four Mondays ago when this comes out. But yeah, I wanted to check it out, but I didn't get out of work and on time. Uh, that yeah. have you been to Billboard before? Uh, yes. yes. Wow, that place is crazy. Yeah. Like it's so nice. It might be like the nicest like concert setting I've been to. Yeah. Like, uh, like the table. It's not as nice as like uh, what did they got in Los Angeles? The El Rey? <laughs> or like the <laughs> opera or yeah. something. But yeah, it was like really fancy okay. and the view was insane. What's, what's Kiefer's live show at Billboard like? Um, it was dope. He had a little four-piece group or five-piece maybe. Like small. Um, the pian. There was another pianist, Jacob Mann, who's super dope. The I forget the other people's names, but oh. it was it was really nice. Like uh, yeah, it's kind of... S- I've yeah. only seen bands there. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's kind of sad. I feel like uh, I've never seen Kiefer in L.A., even though he play, yeah. <laughs> plays a bunch. But <laughs> I can't, he I lives out, out there, to Tokyo. yeah? Yeah, yeah. Uh, came out to Tokyo and saw him <laughs> for the first time. But really good, yeah. I, I really like his first two or um, Kicking It Alone. Yeah. And then what's the last one he got? Happy Sad. Happy Sad. The one with Sunday the dog or, or something. something. Yeah, yeah, some shit like that. But he's, he's dope. I like him a lot, so. Uh, let's see. How about another question, and then we'll go ahead and take a break. You want to give him a question later? Should I? Desert Island or nah? Yeah, let's try that. How about um, if you were to be on a desert island, but you had access to two complete catalogs of any two artists, what two artists would you pick? Mm. Oh, shit. Like uh, two artists? A- any genre. Right. Any well, genre. I think one of them would probably have to be like jazz or something like Miles Davis, I think mm. is a good one. He has so much fucking music. That is music. a good one. Yeah. He has so much music Variety. and so many different styles. Mm. Like he's got even like early hip hop type stuff. I, I picked him as well, ah. and uh, I, f- I regret it 
because I was like, damn, I don't want to be listening to like, you know, bitches brew while I'm like breaking coconuts. <laughs> and then uh, Mark DeClavillo was like, no, that's actually a good look because he's got like this whole career of like, you know, bop and then like the yeah. modal era, and then like his kind of progressive 70s era. So nice choice. Yeah. We're on the same. It, we're on the same wavelength. Yeah, he's, he has so much music. Um, and then maybe Flylo. Honestly, I'm I'm like one of the mm. biggest Flylo fans. Right? Okay. Uh, I feel like for personally, that's a per, that's the personal choice. W- what's your favorite uh, your favorite joint from him? Nineteen eighty three, Los Angeles. I, Los Angeles. I Me feel too. like that one is so crazy. How do you feel about the new joint? It's good. I like what it. What is it called? Flam- uh, Flamag- Flamagra? Flamagra. Yeah. Um, I don't I don't like it as much as like the Cosmogramma or basically any of the maybe not my favorite one, but it's still good. I like. I like that little dragon track. I like, uh, yeah, I think this one was more like, you know, all over the place. Yeah, it's um, interesting. I, I'm i not a huge Flylo guy. Like, I'm not super familiar with all his old stuff, but I thought this album was decent. I like the Denzel Curry track and the Tierra Whack track. Oh, and yeah. The Anderson Pop track. Or I'm going to come in with some of your music right now ah, as we get ready to slide out ah. listeners will listeners will know that uh no flat sandals music i did a musical share a couple weeks back it was the daichi yamamoto remix that you ah, did shout yeah, out to daichi yeah. um and aaron cholai those are guys so this is the rancho bernardo ep and i just <laughs> put it on because it's 10 minutes long so ah, what where could uh where could people or i want to ask one question Flat Stanley, I know from the books, mm, right? Of Flat yeah, Stanley. Yeah. Where did the inspiration from the name come from? Oh, shit. This is a super lame story. So, in high school, me and my buddies, smoking weed tight. for the first time. Weed is tight. Weed is for tight. For the first time, we had like a little communal bong <laughs> that we somehow acquired. And we had nicknamed, you know, like people nickname their pipes and they're like, so our. Our bong nickname was Flat Stanley because of the flat bass, mm. the bottom. Oh, that's um, not a lame story. No, <laughs> could be worse. And, uh, so yeah, that that just stuck. I went with that. I think yeah. Do you find it difficult, like uh, standing out, like because when you type in Flat Stanley, the first thing oh, that comes yeah. up is like, because Flat Stanley is like a book about like this 2D <laughs> character, right, or some yeah, shit yeah. like that. He travels the world. Yeah, He's a, yeah that's what I thought. Wasn't it boy. those commercials of like the claymation looking guy is am i wrong on that uh i thought he was like a construction paper looking yeah. type of like flat yeah he's just thing. a piece of paper yeah. a okay. little boy um yeah I don't, I don't know that's always sort of been a goal like uh i want to be like on band camp for instance there are other flat stanleys oh. but i think now i'm the number one flat you're the one Stanley. that comes up yeah, when yeah. it comes if you type in flat stanley yeah, music yeah. you come up so that was a personal achievement we just gotta we gotta we gotta get you above flat (laughs) stanley the children shit yeah Yeah. i gotta hit up those russian bots were your homies mad you took the bong name was like yo (laughs) we all all came up with that together can you believe the gall of this guy (laughs) (laughs) that was our homie too like all those bonds we made yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> That's exactly what they said. Yeah, word. No, but I, I dig the name a lot. Actually, yeah. I think it's really dope. And it, yeah, yeah, your music's really dope, man. Right. Um, exactly. Uh, like if 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 somebody was like, "Yo, I want to check out your music," what's the first thing you would point them towards? Um, sp- Spotify. No, probably. I mean like it, specifically a song or oh. album or something. Oh, right now. Ah shit! I got a track with uh, Jalesque. Okay. Um, is it out? It's out. Okay. It's out. Um, What's it called? Be your girl. It's sort of like a cover of that Tedra Moses song. Um, she's also in Condina Records, so we had a little like compilation tape we made where uh, every song on the tape was two different members, and mm. this is the one track we made together. Um, and yeah, it's. It's dope. It's like a. No, I don't think this is it though. Oh, my bad. It might be spelled weirdly. <laughs> um, let's see. This is definitely not it though. Oh, here we go. 
Yeah, this okay. is the one. Actually, I made I didn't this. know that you were making music, Yuka. I remember you made like video or something like yeah. that. Okay. We would like to have you back on the podcast for your own episode at some point. I think I talked to you about this like last year. Like, send me your video. And then you didn't send it to me for a long time. I sent it. A long time. It was like five days later, though. <laughs> it was appreciated that. No, she just dropped oh, yeah. a new music video. Yeah, oh. two days ago. Two days ago. Okay. When we, it. when we, um, uh, we're going to take a little bit of a break. Uh, We'll, we'll go out now, but uh, on the second half of the podcast, let's share a little bit of each other, everybody's music, talk about it a little bit, and then eventually we'd like to have you back on uh, as a solo artist, you, just Yuka. <laughs> All right. All right. Hey, so let's, let's, um, this is, this is a joint you're talking about. Yeah. And um, how about you tell us your social media? Uh, let's see. Flat dash Stanley on Bandcamp. Uh, flat underscore underscore Stan on Instagram, Twitter. Ah, uh, nah, don't 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 follow me on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, flat Stan. Okay. I just got a. I had to make a new account. I got Ray Band. Oh no. Uh, fucking fuck. <laughs> but mm. whatever. It's, it's just right. doesn't mean anything. All right. Wait, what does that mean? You know, like uh, you ever see those Ray Ban ads? People like post like 1999, like free pair of Ray Bans. Oh, the spam yeah. got you. Yeah, that got my old account, and I couldn't. Uh, it was like linked to this old email that I don't have anymore. Mm. So I had to make a new those account. Yahoo emails <laughs> that we all made, those AOL.com uh, emails. Yeah. So, uh, word up. Coining oh. the phrase Ray Band. Mm. All right, and uh, Yuka, where can we find you? I guess it's best to. Do it on the next half when we share some more music. What do you think? Yeah? yeah. All right. We're at Mega Late Show episode number 94 with a tremendously talented beat maker and electronic music device 95. fixer. 95, my bad. Yeah, 95, 95. We are with Flat Stanley. This is dope. Yeah, I actually made this while I was in Japan last year in mm. my hotel room. All right, upcoming shows. Thank you for listening to this wonderful episode with Flat Stanley and Just Yuka. Mostly just Flat Stanley, which we recorded a few weeks ago uh, by the time this comes out. So enjoy that. Go check out his music and all those type of things. Um, upcoming episodes, we got The Bridge coming for you next week, I think. Uh, we're quickly approaching the 100th episode of the Mega Late Show. And so uh, we're contemplating doing some things before the end of the year to take some of the stress off of ourselves maybe record some that are just us uh, if you have any questions feel free to uh, shoot us some messages our favorite albums or thoughts on anything in particular uh, do that we like to respond I want to go ahead and give a shout out to a lot of places in the United States that have been listening to us I was looking at our um, what would that be called our analytics mm. earlier in the month man and yo there's been a lot of people from the Bronx who have been listening to the podcast so shout out to you guys um yeah like this month yeah anybody who uh peeped that mj episode i would like if if y'all aren't robots to like hit us up and like why y'all decided to listen that yeah, shit would be dope he's got like 650 yeah we need to work one. on that like some kind of engagement anyway like yo yeah. like send us a dm or like a like a post and not and not just to get our numbers up but we want to know who y'all are and where y'all are at yeah. and we'd like to you know talk to y'all on a more you know interpersonal yeah. kind of intimate level where is uh Talequa, united states that sounds like new mexico or arizona yeah. or some shit Talequa, there's been a lot of listens in the last 30 days so shout out to whoever's listening out there and for whatever reason but yo we got listens like this month we had listens from kuwait so yeah shout out i saw to y'all um nottingham in the uk so yeah just uh always always a mad love and uh, appreciation for you guys and if you're in tokyo get at us especially about shows and all those type of things if you know somebody who's tremendously talented or some music that you're rocking with that is from japan let us know too if we're not on to it we want to be so word upcoming shows and suchness um coming up on what is this going to be the seventh um the the eighth i believe okay yes you're correct yeah yo man fuck man doing events is weird word so on the ninth late you've got hot popping off at uh 
uh, Azabu Juban Blue Jam Cafe. What's going yes. on that night? Um, my guy who officially stamped his name finally, uh, Fax Dorabo. Oh, that's what he's going with? Yeah. I mean, why not? That's been his shit forever. You know what? Some people don't take the obvious thing that's right in front of Right? <laughs> so, yeah. Shout out to him. Uh, oh, I got to delete this cool and coin shit. Mm. Yo, this shit is sad. Shout out to Fella Cootie. But, uh, yeah. Um, we're doing Hot again at Azabu Juban on the 9th, the second Saturday, every second Saturday. And this is the last one before the anniversary, actually. And I think I'll go ahead and announce this. Anniversary is going to be uh, Brooklyn Terry and the Urban Aristocrat and maybe one other person. I haven't confirmed them yet, so I won't say their name, but it will be tight, tight. if they were down. So, uh, yeah, come through and check us out. Also, there's going to be some rebranding going on in the new mm. year. So if you want to come for the, I'm going to go ahead and say this, for the free ski, you should come to this last one because there's going to be a bit of a change going forward. But it's a good change. Good changes. Uh, yeah, that's Azabu Juban and uh, Blue Jam Cafe on the 9th. Also, this same day, Kick a Show are playing at WWWX in Shibuya. Kick a Show, the classic uh, hip-hop uh, MC group from here in Japan. So you can go check them out also that same day. Um, I'm going to give this a shout out because I think she'll be in town. Uh, Good Heavens is going to have a quiz night. That's a Good Heavens English pub or British pub, whatever, in uh, Shimokitazawa. That's the 10th, the Sunday. And actually, my friend Masumi started that event. And she has since moved to Hong Kong. But she'll be back to host it on the 10th. Well, she'll be in town, so she'll probably be at the event. So you should go check that out if you know anything about uh, Tokyo, the comedy scene, or, you know, mm -hmm. Good Heavens. She was uh, involved in all of that. So come see her while she is back in town. Uh, moving forward on the 12th, we got South Penguin Y release party at WWW also in Shibuya. And that is going to be South Penguin and no diss to anybody, but most importantly, Dos Monos are going to mm. be performing. That is Tuesday the 12th um, in Shibuya. Should we try to go to that? I think I will go. I'm going to get paid by them, so I will go. Word. I'm going to probably roll with you to that. I was just thinking. Is that all night? Um, No, probably okay. not. At WWW, I okay. doubt it. Uh, Until 1130. Tight. I'll be there. But um, what was I thinking? Um, oh, I'm thinking a living room. That happened the week before. Shout out to DJ Quiet Storm. Benny Sings is also going to be at WWWX the next day on Wednesday the 13th. And Tinder is going to be at Liquid Room on the 15th. That's the Friday. That's, uh, of course, the R&B or, I don't know, Japanese singer artist that I'm a fan of on a space space not space rockets space space showers records mm. yeah shout out to them nucleus surf Villy on the 16th that's a regular event every month and most importantly i am doing a fucking event on the 16th um is that street life street vibes? life vibes yes um vibes has been revived uh, the revival, as somebody mm. put it before. And, yo, this is a little bit serious. I need to get better on my promo because it's kind of short notice, but I wanted to get it popping. But, yo, if y'all could come out, that Where would be that? much appreciated. Unplanned in Shinjuku. It's like a Shitan kind of deal. Okay. But more, it's different, but similar. Okay, tight. Yeah. And, yo, I got, um, I'm going to start with, me and Fax Dorbo because we're the least important. Smooth as X is playing. And then I got uh, DJ Tag. I got Somyo Somyaku, a.k.a. DC3 from the Breakdown Crew. Neil Armstrong. And Neil Armstrong. Mm, and incredible. I feel like I'm forgetting somebody. I think you are forgetting somebody that's important and dope, too, and they're going to feel tremendously disrespected. Yeah, it's going to be <laughs> no, but super embarrassing. But, uh, yeah, um, it's it's kind of like a... A park jam kind of vibe. Oh, L 
fucking Elevate, DJ Elevate oh, okay. from Life Park is also going to play. That's right, that's right. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, we're going for like a kind of a B-boy or just come out and dance at a block party, family reunion kind of vibe. Uh, yeah, vibes I used to do at a Harry Sandwich shop, and it was just like whatever. But now it's going to be themed. It's going to be semi-regular. Well, this is the first one. And uh, the space is super dope, so I'm trying to get some peeps to come out. So, yeah. Uh, actually, this is the first and only time I'll say this. If you decide to skip hot, you should definitely come to Vibes because uh, I, I need that to pop, at least for this first one. Is that an all-night event? No. It's uh, 6 to 11. Okay. Yeah, so I got to leave right after we get sure, finished sure. recording. We'll bust it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, that's the calendar for this week. Um I hope y'all enjoyed this episode. Well, I don't even want to say that because I know y'all did. Uh, I hope y'all enjoyed a calendar. Um, we're trying to work on that. I need to work on it, definitely. But we're trying to work on promoting it a bit more. And we'll be doing that in the future, maybe visually. Looking forward to that happening. Uh, Mega, any final words? Uh, I want to tell you guys to go ahead and still try to hit the Diesel Gallery, uh, the mm. uh, Mad Dog Jones Yo, have you been? joint. Yes, of course I have. I mean, I saw you that one time, but have you been since oh, I saw you there? Oh, not since then. But I hear it's still tremendously dope. We so. should go again. Yeah. I think we we should. Maybe Tuesday night? This Tuesday? Yeah. I think I'm maybe free, I, potentially. Yeah, I might be able to do that. Yeah. But yeah, um, go check that out. It's uh, his art gallery still at the Diesel Gallery uh, right there in Shibuya. That goes on until, I want to say, the 14th of November. So, yes. Uh, check out all our past episodes because they are tremendously dope, filled with interesting and awesome people. And, yo, I know we're saying this at the end of this episode, um, but maybe Mega can fly it into the very beginning. Reach out to us in some kind of way, not in like a get our engagement numbers up, but we would like to talk to y'all. Yeah. I would like to do that somehow. I would love if we could uh, call people during the show and just be like, yo, what do you think about this? That's wild. Yeah, that is that is some new shit though. Let's we'll work start, it out. Yeah, maybe we'll start incorporating people from around Tokyo. Line free, open calls. Yeah, that's right. Interesting. Yeah. Anyways, Mega Late Show episode number ninety five. Flat Stanley. 